Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Olofsky. Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Nisha Dimitrov with Essex Mortgage, filling in for the illustrious Eric Ilofsky. There is a ton of information flying around about low rates, financing opportunities, buy now, get your foot in the door, refinance, utilize this opportunity in the market in this time in history in order to structure your financial future in real estate for your success. And this show is brought to you in order to help you understand all of the opportunities that are out there to sort of myth bust some of the stories that have been shared around the internet about what's going on in home lending and the restrictions that are put out, um, give you all the tools that you need in order to structure your financial future and really be confident in the decisions that you are making. If you have any questions today, please don't hesitate to text 831 831- Four three five zero three eight five. Again, my name is Nisha. I'm with Essex Mortgage in Santa Cruz, and I have been in the mortgage business since 1996. I have done a multitude of different things within this industry and feel that I have a really wide range of knowledge and information to be able to help the consumers and the clients and the real estate professionals that I work with get through a transaction successfully because I understand what's going to happen from beginning to end. And this is something that I would say is important in a big way if you are working with uh, big numbers that we see in the Bay Area. And that's definitely something we run into frequently. Uh, If you have taken the route that you've applied on an online-only lender and you get a run-of-the-mill person, or you've walked into a big bank and um, have been asked, here, pick from one of these three options and see which one works for you. Um, You you may have had that experience where you understand that there's more available in the market. If you have not understood that there's more available in the market, then those few entities would allow you to understand and know your qualifications and your depth of opportunity with, then I encourage you to expand your knowledge, expand your horizons, and open new doors by talking with an industry expert and professional who can walk you through the opportunities available. News came out yesterday about what the anticipation is for rates in the future and in the coming year. And what I can tell you is is that no one has a crystal ball on the mortgage rates, but there are indications. And this has been an unprecedented year. I continue to be nauseated by that word. Um, But the truth of the matter is all of the market indicators that we were looking at over the last year have really taken a shift. 
the things that we were looking towards as being the economic reports that would come out, the meetings that were discussed, the, the news flashes and tidbits about world news, about economic and global situations that would have impact typically on mortgage rates, haven't had the impact that we have seen in years past. So the understanding of how to predict what's going to happen or even hedge sort of your bet to, so to speak, when it comes to what to do with real estate financing loan rates is sort of um, a little bit more of a mystery at this point. But the indications are that next year rates will remain low. Now, that doesn't mean, great, I'll just sit and park and wait and see what happens in the, in the coming year. Because one of the things that plays into what type of financing every individual scenario would be privileged to is the loan to value. And what we're seeing in the marketplaces across the country is that home ownership is being valued more than ever before. And because of that, competition for properties are, are high. Sellers are not interested necessarily in selling as much because they would have to relocate. They would have to move. People are not really feeling the adventurous nature at this moment to try out a new community because they can't really get out and enjoy it and learn where they fit in that new space. So we're seeing people who own staying where they're put, adjusting their finances more than we're seeing people throw their property on the market. Investors who would have loved to have sold their investment property over the course of this last eight months have not been able to do so because they can't move tenants out. There's no eviction with all the eviction stays. So we have sort of a stagnancy in the market that may be coming at us in that there are, might not be as many properties available for sale. And that will affect the rise of comparable value. This is something that people need to take into consideration because it is not just low rate. It's also the value of their property and then always the qualification criteria for the borrower, the credit score, the income, the asset. So right now we want to just touch on what's the the issue of how a slower market could affect your value as a seller, how that slowdown in the property values in property sales is going to limit opportunities for people who are waiting to refinance. If your value is high right now and interest rates are low, now is still a tremendous opportunity for you to capitalize on that financing ability. Waiting and seeing what the market does down the road could put you in the position if you are uh, at the brink of not having enough equity to refinance. Or maybe you're just in a zone with your value that you could have better financing if you had higher value, but if you had lesser value, you will have a higher loan to value, which is going to be causing you a higher cost rate. So there's levels within loan to value. Loan to value being how much you owe against the house and how much the house is valued at or the property. And the higher the loan to value, there are different tiers in which you'd be subject to higher cost on that interest rate or a higher rate in order to get a no cost rate. That is what I'm pointing to today as something to take into consideration. If you have achieved the value just now in a newly purchased property in order to refinance, to get out of your mortgage insurance, to get that low interest rate without having to pay in order to do so, now is a fantastic time to take advantage of that. If we see a shift in the market and a downturn in value because of a slowdown in sales, because of a slowdown in the ability to purchase, you could be looking at a higher cost 
for that same low rate. And I want to help you understand exactly why it is that the right time to make your financing shift is when all the numbers work. If you don't have your numbers, don't get hung up on just the interest rate because it could be the value that plays a role in it. It could be your credit score that plays a role in understanding what the opportunity for you is. So it's really important that everyone who has the eye on their financing for real estate understand it's more than just the interest rate. It's more than just the value of the property. It's more than just the credit score. It's more than just the income and employment and more than just the assets. It's a combination of all of those factors put together. And that is what is going to bring you the success is knowing how those factors play in to each other and to the opportunity available to you. In that, now for self-employed borrowers, we have a tremendous amount of self-employed people in the Bay Area. Why? Because self-employed people have struck out on their own. Uh, they're entrepreneurs, they're go-getters. We have a ton of that in the Bay Area, but also because of the fact that the cost of living is so high that a lot of people have recognized that if they have the ability to earn and deduct the expenses that are associated with their business that may also help afford a better lifestyle here in the Bay Area, then that's the best route for them. The problem there becomes if you're taking those deductions against your business in order to minimize your tax liability, you may not be showing sufficient income or high enough income on paper. There are a lot of people who don't understand that it is not just the total amount of your gross sales that you show on your tax returns. It is the adjusted gross income that you show to the IRS after your expenses that we're looking at for your qualifying income with a few caveats of what we can add back as far as mostly just paper loss items in order to bolster that income for qualification. So for the self-employed out there, if you've looked at financing properties and maybe you were told you don't have enough income or your debt was too high, or maybe you just filed your 2019 returns this past October, now is a great opportunity for you to revisit what it is that you need to be looking at for your 2020 filing in order to qualify for that purchase or that refinance that you're looking at. And this is usually a way where you have the ability to take a look at your expenses and decide what you're going to claim as a deduction or not. Once you've claimed them, um, obviously you can file amended returns, but you do have the ability to say, I'm not going to claim these expenses in order to minimize my taxable liability uh, and my taxable income. You have the ability to claim larger income, and yes, of course, pay the tax on that a larger amount, and then utilize that amount in order to qualify. So you could be looking at qualifying with an early tax filing in, let's say, January, early February, soon after filing with those new numbers, given that you understand now how your tax plays into your income and, and vice versa, so that you are in a stronger position to capitalize on a property if it does come up on the market and you are in the game. If all of that seems like you're never going to get there because of COVID and all of the interesting aspects of this year, tax return filing early um, sounds like a triple root canal that you do yourself, then um, there are other investment property loans and self-employed loans that are limited documentation or alternative documentation, as we call it in the industry. There are bank statement loans that allow us to derive income from the deposits on bank statements. There are profit and loss only loans that allow us to utilize the profit and loss generated by your tax preparer 
to qualify you for a loan. There are also debt service loans, and I've spoken about debt service loans on this show before. A debt service loan is an investment property purchase that looks just at the one individual transaction, the one property. It's not taking an entire portfolio into consideration for qualification. It's really only focused on that one property. And if that one property's market rent analysis, as done by the appraiser, covers the cost on the property, then that and the credit score are the two qualifying criteria. It's not debt to income in with regard to pulling out all of your taxes and understanding the entire portfolio of a buyer. And, and that is a really strong opportunity for buyers to get their foot in the door for investment properties. I had just saw a new investor that came out and said, you don't even have to cover 100% of the rent with that projected market rent analysis as completed by the appraiser. Only 80%, if 80% of the rent covers, uh, if you cover the rent with, excuse me, if you cover the entire expense for the property up to 80% of it, you can still qualify for the loan because they know that there's paper loss that's available on tax returns when it comes to investment properties. So thank you for joining us today, Real Life Lending. I am sorry, I'm stumbling on my words here a little bit. Misha Dimitruk. Santa Cruz, 831-435-0385. Give me a call if you have any questions. We'd love to provide you some guidance and assistance today. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. And we're back. Thank you again for joining us on Real Life Lending. I am Misha Dimitruk calling in today from sunny Santa Cruz. Um, This show was started many years ago by Eric Yulofsky, our illustrious leader, in order to help consumers understand what is really true and available in the market to dispel some myths and to help people have a better understanding of the opportunities that are out there. And right now we are experiencing a lot of properties that are going quickly, selling rapidly at higher and higher values that are driving the market up and truthfully driving out a lot of the lower end buyers. Um, But because of pandemic and the opportunity for people to work from any location without having to make those long commutes, Bay Area, I know you're loving this aspect of it, despite all the negatives that could go with it too. um, The opportunity for you to work from home has been a realization that a lot of people have made. And that is affording a lot of flexibility when it comes to where you choose to buy a home. And doors of opportunity are opening left and right for people to relocate and relocate within California, relocate out of the state entirely. So if you are one of those people who has come to the realization you do not have to sit in the car for two to four hours every single day, and you can love the view out your office window because it's your own yard, please don't hesitate to get yourself formally pre-approved. Understand your qualifying information. Understand how that affects your rate and the loan types that are available to you. Being in the, from the Bay Area myself, I am grew up knowing that these higher prices that we experience were just the norm for us. The rest of the country looks at us as though we may have lost our minds because that same three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,200-square-foot home is hundreds of thousands of dollars less in other locations around the country. But we all know all the benefits of living here in the Bay Area and all the beauty that goes with that. If you are looking at this thinking that my dream of homeownership is more important 
than my desire to stay within a zip code or even a community that I know intimately, now's the time to take a look at it. Because rates are so low, because money is available for you to borrow, and there are loan products out there to help just about every type of buyer in the market, this would be a fantastic thing for you to do for your family, for you, for the holidays, to give yourself the gift of knowledge, of understanding your individual purchase power. I talk to clients day in and day out who are fearful of not qualifying, but they're also afraid of understanding what their own qualification looks like. So they're afraid they won't qualify, but they're also too afraid to even go down the road of learning what's available to them. Oftentimes, these come from two different schools of thought. One, they don't look at any of their information. They don't look at their credit. They don't monitor it. They're not managing to a budget. They're not saving any money. They are living paycheck by paycheck, and they just don't think it's possible. Or two, the other side of it is they know that they had issues in the past, even if they don't know that they have them now. They know that there were issues in the past, and they think that those issues are going to eliminate them from the opportunity basically forevermore. Here's what I can tell you, Bay Area. There are opportunities out there, and it's most important that you know what the issues that you will run into are when you decide to step your foot into the buyer pool. Credit issues need to be looked at in advance. There is no time that's too early to take a look. If you were hoping to make a purchase next summer, which is typically the buying season, although we'll talk about that in a moment, if you were looking to make a purchase in the summer, now would be a great time to talk with a professional about what your qualifications are, what your credit looks like from a lending perspective, not just what Credit Karma tells you, because it's more than just your score that is needing to be addressed when it comes to loan qualification. It's really important because things in your credit profile will take time. There will be aspects of your qualification that are going to take time for you to address if you have issues. If you don't have issues, then the great news for you is, is that you will be certain of what your qualifying criteria is and what types of loans and rates and payment structures you will be privileged to. And you can begin living as if you're making that payment now. Pay your rent out of it. Set aside the rest of the money. Feel what it's like to experience that being your payment. Does that payment work for you? Are you enjoying that? Are you leveraging credit cards? Are you finding you have a diminished lifestyle because you're aiming for that payment every month? It is the best thing that you can do for you if you are tentative, hesitant about making a purchase, or if you're just not certain that this is the right move for you. Understand your qualifying information, understand your purchase power, and begin living as if that was your payment now. We will be coming back here shortly after a break, and we'll be talking once again about pre-approval and credit qualification. My name again is Nisha Dinitra, 831-435-0385. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. And we're back, Bay Area. You are listening to Real Life Lending, and we have Michael Hewitt, broker with Soul Property Advisors, on the line with us. Michael, how are you today? Doing great. Very, very busy, as always, in this market. Absolutely, absolutely. So as we always talk about when you are with us on the show, 
the market in Santa Cruz as the greater Bay Area is the same is hot, hot, hot. And being a buyer is a tough road to hoe. Uh, Michael, tell us what you have uh, by way of new listings. Um, we took, uh, you know, we have a bunch of new listings I'm not going to talk about right yet because they're coming out at the beginning of the year and we're getting impressed right now and they want to go on the market. So as far as new listings, I'm not going to get into those right now, um, but I will uh, give Privy your uh, your your um, listeners uh, next week with some of them as we get them uh, a little bit closer to getting them on. I don't want people driving by them <laughs> in the <laughs> present state quite yet. <laughs> Fair so, enough. You hear that, um, Bay Area? This week. is how tight the market really is. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is, is I, I privied some uh, folks to some stuff, and then I get calls from the uh, the homeowners going, "Hey, I got like thirty people driving by my house. What's up?" <laughs> and so right. it gets out really quickly. But if you are ever looking to sell your house, now is the absolute time. With interest rates so low, we dropped to twenty days on market in Santa Cruz. We wow. went up 20.2% this last year. That's the increase. So, now, for the um, listeners that yeah. we have on the show, we talk about this often. The, the national appreciation value is 4% a year. That's a national average. The Bay Area generally garners 11% a year. So to talk about 20%, that is huge. That is huge about it is and you know this is folks can afford more because of interest rates and if you're right. looking at staying in a house you know more than seven years which what we're asking people to think about when they're purchasing just in case we're on that up and down trend you're going to you know you're going to capture that the money back in in the in the interest rate that you're getting so um, when folks are looking at pricing, look at the, what you're going to pay on a monthly basis and not what the cost of the house is, because really that's what it breaks down to, how it's going to impact your your living, you know, on a monthly basis with that payment. So you look at that payment, I don't care if the house is $3 million, if the payment is affordable, then, then you know, why wouldn't you do that, you know? And uh, just because historically, and uh, for the last 200 years, there's no loss in California real estate. We're not making <laughs> any more of it, but we're making a lot more people. So right. it's almost like get it while you can. And, right. and of, that's a, you know, a great going point. On with COVID, Sorry, you know, go ahead, Michael. What's going on with COVID right now, our, 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 um, in the amount of inventory we have, Every house has five to ten offers on it. I'm going to go to right. a property here in a few minutes that already has five offers on it. The 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 um the offers are due this season. Michael, I'm going to I'm going to have to cut you off here in a second. We'll bring you back here in just a moment. I apologize for the short break here. We'll be right back. This is real life lending and real estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Misha with Essex Mortgage. Once again, bringing you information and 
clues you can use for your real estate financing goals. I have on the line here, Michael Hewitt. Michael, I apologize. We went to a break here uh, and cut you off as you were having a conversation with me about the market and COVID, how that is affecting buyers today. Can you pick up where you left off? Yeah, as uh, things have been shut down and more and more people are, are working from home, they've started gravitating towards the coast. And uh, as they start gravitating toward the coast, we are are just, it's multiple offer central, right? And so um, from San Francisco to, you know, just anywhere in the Bay Area, it seems like they're moving over this way because they can work from home. And why not live near the beach and work from home? So the thing about it is, if you're going to do that, you need an experienced agent in the area to get it done for you. We have relationships with most of the listing agents that are putting, you know, the houses on. And I keep seeing, you know, them use their local agents from, you know, uh, Pleasanton or something like that, and they don't know the area. So if you're thinking about coming this way, get a local agent. And, and, you know, and, and because you're going to have a better chance, you and I both know someone that's put in five offers and still hasn't gotten that house yet. You're with the wrong agent. You know, mm-hmm. if they haven't gotten you a house by now, then, then you're with the wrong agent. And so that's uh, what I implore. I see it happen all the time around here where, you know, you hear, oh, this is the fifth offer I put in. We're getting so frustrated. Um, yeah. Then, then you got to you got to take a look in the mirror and go, okay, or am I ready to to pony up to what it needs to take, and do I have the right agent to get it done? You know, those are really the two things when you're going in right now. And right. look at it. I love, you know, or I hate it when somebody misses out on a property because of twenty thousand dollars. What's twenty thousand dollars at? You know, it's two hundred bucks a month. So you're losing out on a house of your dreams, and this could be all over. Twenty after payment of two hundred dollars a month, they're back at it, driving around and spending a thousand dollars in gas. You know, looking at another twenty-five houses, and uh, so just be realistic when you're putting those offers in, and and that agent should tell you about where it's going to go. And if you're not willing to go there, don't put yourself in the in the place of, you know, being miserable after you don't get it. So Absolutely. That's my well, and Michael, I, I know when you work with clients before you even put in an offer on a property, you are taking steps to ensure that your buyers understand the where the market is with that value on that property. Can you talk to the buyers out there about what they should be expecting when it comes to putting in an offer and working with an expert in the industry because the difference between what you do and what others do is going to be vast. I assure you there are people who are going to be very surprised at the steps you take to provide your clients with information that's really valuable. Okay, so some of the things we do is one, we're setting you up for success, right? And so Setting somebody up to success is really educating them on the market and what's going on. I'll let them know what I think the property is going to go for finally at the end. Secondly, we're going to get that pre-approval, that strong pre-approval that, you know, that you provide to us stating, hey, we've looked these assets. We know uh, that we can get this done. Having a strong lender letter is imperative. 
If you're not buying cash, then that strong lender letter and knowing the the outfit that who's doing it and the person who's uh, doing the loan, like Misha, is is such a leg up when you know this listing agent sits down with this seller and goes, "I know this person; she gets it done." So that's a huge step. Secondly. Um, you're going to want to look at all disclosures. You're writing that offer um, that you have seen all of these reports. You understand what's going on you know, with this property, and your clients understand exactly. So when I talk to that listing agent, I tell them, like, hey, you know, we're all good. These are the two things that we need to look at. Do you have any answers for these? And now they know we've looked at the reports, we're seriously interested, and and they, that listing agent knows exactly what hurdles, if they accept our offer, we got to get over. And if they're minor, he's not even going to bat an eye at it, but he's going to know that we're looking for his clients and looking out for his clients. And in looking out for his clients, we're also looking out his, for his seller. Because I've never been in arbitration or mediation or to court, and I don't plan on ever going there. And really the key to that is educating both the sellers and buyers. So now you've looked at the reports. You've got that strong offer letter. The, the clients are familiar with what, where this property they, we think it's going to go. Now it's time to write a strong um, offer. Okay, and writing a strong offer, be, be um, short on your contingency periods. Now, if that listing agent has done all the reports, we know what condition that property is in, and we won't have a long property contingency area, uh, uh, long contingency period. Now, now we shorten that. Now, if we have a strong lender letter, guess what now? We have a short finance contingency. And now all we have is the appraisal. We know that, that what the property is going to appraise for, and if it's going to go above and beyond uh, over that appraisal, and the buyer is willing to pay for it because they've seen the prices go up and up and up, and you want to uh, say, hey, we will come in with any amount of money. That piece of the puzzle. I, I, yep, not certain if we lost Michael. We we lost you there for a moment. Um, but I think that that's really key that we bring up and, and talk to buyers in the market so that they understand the financing. And when you're taking out financing, if you're not pay, paying cash, taking out financing means that the loan is based on the lower of the two, the purchase price or the appraised value. So if the appraisal comes in and the market is dictating that the value of that property based on market sales is other than the purchase price, the buyer has the opportunity to pay more than the appraised value out of pocket cash. And that's something that buyers in the Bay Area at the upper end of, of the buying market um, have been accustomed to for a while now, but it's definitely becoming more prevalent. Michael, as always, it's fantastic to have you on the show. Can you please tell everyone how they can get in touch with you? Uh, you can reach me best by calling me at 831-246-2008. Or you can reach out and email me at michael at soul, S-O-L, agents.com. And I would love to answer any of your questions. I love enlightening people. So reach out if you have any, and I'd be glad to uh, accommodate an answer. Wonderful. Michael, thank you as always for being here. We look forward to the opportunity to learn a little bit more about those majestic properties that you're going to release out for sale in the beginning of next year. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll be back in just a few moments. And my name again is Misha, and this is Real Life Lending. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Welcome back, Bay Area. This is Misha with Essex Mortgage, again, filling in for Eric Olofsky. As we wrap up the end of the show today, I would like to remind each and every one of you that there is tremendous opportunity out there if you have never taken the steps to determine what your actual purchase power is, what your lending ability is. Now is a great opportunity for you to look at this. There are plenty of avenues for you to buy that first home, buy that second home, buy an investment property, get your foot in the door and start building the real estate empire that you have dreamed of. Yes, prices are high in the Bay Area, but that doesn't mean you have to buy that investment property there. That doesn't mean you have to buy the second home there. If you're looking at sending a child off to college in the coming years, and that you know an area of the country that they are looking to target a school for, or maybe they're looking to move close to relatives and go to school there. If you are in the market, if you've thought about it, now's a great time to be certain of what's available to you. My phone number is 831-435-0385. You can reach me by email, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com, or by Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm always happy to speak with clients and help them to understand um, the availability that is theirs within the market and to help them overcome some challenges. Um, a big hot button item that I deal with a lot of people, particularly in the Bay Area, is credit. There are a good many people who do not have a strong grasp of what's going on with their credit. And they may monitor their score periodically through a credit card for free, but they don't keep an awareness of their overall credit history. And credit history is just as important as a score when it comes to buying in a a high-end market such as the Bay Area. So we wanna make sure that you understand, have you had late payments? Or do you have any collections that have popped up for you? Is that diminishing your score? Do you utilize debt regularly? Sometimes that's the biggest kicker for some people. They pay cash. They don't want to utilize debt. If you are not using and exercising that debt muscle, you are losing opportunity and you will have a weakness in your buying profile and your financing ability. And I assure you, it surprises a lot of people in the Bay Area when they say, I pay cash for everything and I don't have open and active trade lines, or I just use one card and I put everything on there. I run the bill up every month and then I I pay it off on a monthly basis. There are very, very limited instances where I've ever seen someone who pays off their credit cards 100% every month, and it shows on their credit report as zero due. We are required to qualify you at the minimum monthly debt obligation. So if you run a $10,000 American Express bill every month, and the minimum monthly payment is $10,000, then we are going to have to take that into consideration. If you have a $10,000 a month, but you put it on your MasterCard and your minimum monthly payment is 200 bucks, that's what we're qualifying you to. So understanding your credit and learning how you can take steps to put yourself in the best position possible as far in advance as possible is what we do here at Real Life Lending and at Essex Mortgage, educating our clients, providing them with the tools and information that they need in order to make sound decisions and understanding what that means. When the transaction is concluded, we will all still be here in the wings as your lending professionals. 
but it's best if you know what you've gotten yourself into so that you feel confident in the decisions that you've made. Um, as we head into the holidays, I want to encourage people to be conscientious about their credit card use online. I myself made a purchase the other day. The charge did not go through, but my credit card number got picked off out of a secure site, it said. And so please take a look at your bank statements, understand the charges on your credit card, because these are the types of things that can go awry very quickly. Um, thankfully, my bank was really on top of it and we canceled the card and, and started a new one. But beware of the scams and the opportunity makers that are out there in the industry. Uh, please stay safe, stay happy. And if you have any questions, 831-435-0385, Misha at EssexMortgage.com. It has been a pleasure to be with you again today and I look forward to next week. Thank you.